0: or advertisers.
1: Go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murphy Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mullins Jewelers. 352 West Northfield Boulevard, right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. All right. Good evening, everyone. Edmund Lee Raymer here with you. Ed Raymer with the Edmund Lee Raymer Show. And we've got another candidate with us. We're still in the midst of political season, as all of you know, here in, well, all across the country, even. It's just here in Middle Tennessee. And the young lady has come up to be with me once again, and I'm, I'm so happy she decided to do it, is Miss Morgan Woodbury. Morgan, how are you doing?
0: I'm good, Ed. How are you? Good,
1: good. How's the campaign trail going?
0: Oh, uh, you know, busy, hard work, grinding, all good stuff, though.
1: Lots of chicken dinners or spaghetti <laughs> dinners or eat-outs or whatever,
0: you know. Yeah, that, sun, <laughs> knocking, all right, Right, <laughs> right,
1: yeah. Now, you've never run for anything before this is the first time for you okay yeah all right we're going to talk with morgan tonight how she got here and why she did this and why she's wanting to do it and i think she's got a good story for you and um another one of our candidates here uh, uh one of our candidates that has this is an educated person this is not somebody who just pulled off the shelf to 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 have just another pretty face this is uh this is uh, an educated lady you're talking to okay and that and we'll get into some other stuff. But I'll tell you, Jackson's on the board. And he's going to do a good job for us, I know. And let's get into it. But for right now, my name is Edwin Lee Raymer. And yes, I'm still a private investigator. Welcome aboard. This is the Edwin Lee Raymer Show with your host, Ed Raymer, on your good neighbor station, News Radio, WGNS Murfreesboro. That's a little stiff upper lip for you from ACDC. And this is the Lee Ramer Show. I'm your host, Ed Ramer. This show is produced at the studios WGNSAM WGNS AM 1450, 100.5, 101.9 FM, right here in the heart of the great volunteer state, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Now, you can reach me and Morgan tonight with your questions, comments, ideas, or text at 615 893 Five zero. that's 615-893-1450, and of course, like I always tell you, you can send us a text to that number as well, and our producer, Jackson, will be glad to read it over there for you, for those of you who do not wish to be heard live. You can also listen to us via the internet at wgnsradio.com, a lot of my family and friends listen up in, uh, in western Kentucky, that's wgnsradio.com, and we are up and running on Facebook Live, on Facebook, at The Edmund Lee Ramer Show on WGNS. And you can also download the WGNS app and take WGNS with you. Wherever you go and listen, whenever you wish, please check out Angela Bingham and Simplicity. She's got a great show, does a great job. She's into about her fourth or fifth year up here, I think. And she's always doing a great job. Um, Morgan, tell these people, how how did you get into this? You've never run for anything before.
0: Yeah, so... um to be honest, I have always been interested in micro-level social work. That's right. what I... Social work, that's what your degree is in. Exactly. Right. Uh, policy, social policy, social justice. And so I kind of started to see that we don't have leaders that have, in my opinion, had that type of training on how to right. be empathetic, mm-hmm. how to come up with, you know, communal support. We have people... Right who have just declared their leadership in some right,
1: way. Right, right. Yeah, I have said many times, and I don't mean to be disrespectful, but, you know, it takes more uh, of our state legislature. It takes more than just uh, some farmers, real insurance men, and real estate agents, To uh, You've got to know what issues, what, what hits the community, you know. I agree. And, for example, our daughter was with Doors of Hope until recently. She's with Rutherford County court system now and um, it's a it's a valuable organization it performs a wonderful service for young ladies that are getting out and to get them on their feet and you know give them a place to stay and you know but uh, i mean their success rate is like 97 98 i mean they they hold their feet to the fire they yeah. really do
0: and the reason for that is because people need need to know that somebody else is believing in them that's right you know and yeah. we don't Have that, and that's one of the things that I say is that you know, when it comes to law and lawmakers, we need the laws that care about the people that they are supposed to be governing or that they're supposed to be, you know, keeping in keeping in line, right? We need, yeah. We need more of that. So I always just want to push and encourage people to, one, do your research. You know, I'm not always right. Sure. <laughs> so I'm always, you know, up for education. I love it when people educate me. Right. Um, okay. And I just try to do the same in return. I always want to make sure that I tell people, you know, there is a fight and it's an everyday fight, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's the fight we don't hear about. But that's the fight that takes us out.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And society itself can be very, very, with with people that are down and out, yeah. can be very, very unforgiving at times. Yeah. You know?
0: uh, I agree. I heard, um, and I believe it went into effect in July about um, there being a thing about homeless people being arrested or it being a Class E felony, I think it is. Right. And mm-hmm. so I think maybe a few weeks after that, I was just headed to Kroger, and I seen a guy, he was sitting on the ground, he had a sign, and I seen, you know, police officers trying to get him to move, trying to get him to, you know, hurry up, saying that, you know, he had to move or he would get arrested. And so I I got my window down, I hear them, and he's like, well, where do you guys want me to go? Where do I have to go? My car is broken down, and Mm -hmm. I can't get to work. Right. And they're like, you know, we'll take you to Nashville, I think they said Nashville Rescue. And he said – he was like, you know, I've had personal things happen there that that are – I don't feel safe there. Sure. And I can understand that, you know, there's not – the best security or separation or privacy I, at a homeless shelter. That's right,
1: yeah, I understand.
0: So <laughs> yeah. know, it's, it's heartbreaking because after that, they had nothing to say. They were like, we still have to move, you know. There's no resolution. There's no homeless shelter in Rutherford County. You almost right. don't see homeless yeah. people in Rutherford County, but they're here.
1: Exactly, and, and just because you don't see them, uh, I mean, you know, uh, there's a, there's a, we had, for example, we had a local attorney a friend of mine, Michelle Houser, Two, three years ago, she went out on the street and got to talking to these homeless people, and it got to bothering her, you know. And later on, I had her on—I had her on the broadcast here one Sunday night. And for example, the way the city had dealt with this is we had benches around town, out by the courthouse, some on just about on every corner of the square. Well, people got to occupying those, you know so in order to uh alleviate that problem we just got rid of the benches (laughs) i mean you're not you're not alleviating anything you know no you're just exacerbating a problem that already exists i agree and you know now we do have some of the shelters in wintertime that do open up to get people help get them off the street but you know the worst part about this there are children out there in these situations yeah and they you know someone's hit a string of bad luck through a string of bad choices and I believe everybody deserves a hand up you know yeah so uh, you know go ahead
0: I you (coughs) know for someone to have a hand up you have to be willing to give a hand down that's right and I think that a lot of the issue is uh, we get in these positions and uh, you know we get these titles and we either don't know how to relate to Mm -hmm. or we have forgotten how to relate to the people that are down that's right we see a lot of self-blame well oh you know they shouldn't have lost their job or they shouldn't have this issue or that issue when the truth of the matter is everyone is not educated the same everyone does not have the same opportunities and we do not have laws that create the same opportunities for everyone right
1: and you've got some people that just we're always going to have them in society that need a hand up. They need help. I agree. And, you know, I mean, my wife and I have been in that situation before. If, if one of us had lost our job or my wife lost her job, we'd be in trouble. Yeah. You know. well then I a... it's, I mean, it's fact of life, you know.
0: Well, now more and more people are going through it. I know when I was working or when I was doing my internship um, with United Way. Great organization. They do a lot to help. Uh, But they have a side partnership with VITA. Uh, And VITA offers free taxes. And I was doing that right in the neck of the pandemic. Um, And we had, I believe, a record high of first-time unemployment. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. People that have, for the first time in their lives, had great careers, great jobs, that have had to file unemployment. So, the back- For the first time in their lives, right, right. and so yeah. the backlash of that is happening now, and we are having to deal with not only the mental trauma of it, but That's the right. economical trauma of it, right. and so I genuinely, I genuinely believe that if we can get back to that compassion, then we can create a community where a helping hand is actually a helping hand,
1: right? Instead of just saying it, right, actually do it, right. Morgan Woodbury is our guest tonight. Hello, Brenda. How are you doing? That's my cousin in <laughs> Kentucky. She always listens, I think. Uh, Rob Mitchell's on the line uh, on the on the Facebook live, I, I do believe. Thank you, Rob. And, and many of the rest of you, thank you very much for supporting. We're going to go to our first series of breaks here. If Jackson at be so good to, to take us there. Our guest is Morgan Woodbury. She's running in the 49th District, okay? I want you to be sure and get out there and vote for this young lady. She's got a bright future ahead for her and for Rutherford County. We're gonna to go to our first series of breaks. Ed Reimer from the Everly Ramer Show back with you right after this, stay with us.
2: I felt so alone, scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org.
1: Hello everyone, it's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check tag number run or if you need someone full of fledged follow give us a call you can reach me at 615-390-7219 that's 615-390-7219 or check out our website at pi of mt.com that's pi of mt.com Hey, this is Ed everybody. Want to tell you about a sponsor of ours. We've got Complete Yard Care. Their slogan is, we do it all. Low maintenance landscape design, retaining walls, tree removal, stump grinding, lawns cut mulching, landscaping. Now you can reach them at 615-785-0384. Or you can look them up on the web at completeyardcaretn.com. They have a five-star ranking on Google. That's Complete Yard Care. We do it all. back thank you Jackson folks had to stop and get some water uh I want to say something Morgan Woodbury is our guest tonight she's running for uh Tennessee House and 40 it is 49th right correct yeah uh folks I, I'm going to tell you this on a personal note before I forget it and Morgan I'm sorry to take away from your time but I got to do this it's been an emotional week for us I was telling Morgan coming in Uh, Me and my two brothers, we sold uh, our parents' home this week down in Smyrna. We sold it, uh, and uh, it's just been an emotional time, okay? And then everything else, and yesterday, my sister-in-law in in, uh, Lewisburg, Nikki, if uh, Vaughn and Nikki are listening, that's good, um, uh, we celebrated her 50th birthday, and I've got a gentleman who's been trying, I think he listens to this broadcast, God bless him, he's been trying to get with me all week, and I I just, you know, I am so sorry, well, we will try our best and do this tomorrow, I, it's, everything has come up, and on Sunday is just, is an impossibility, but, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's been quite a ride, been quite a ride, and that's enough about me, but, uh, if that would tell any of you, if you've been trying to reach me this week or whatever, it's been uh, it's been quite uh, – uh, and and some of the nicest comments of people that have commented, and we put it on Facebook and all Steve and I did, and the comments you folks have made. You know, we'd had that home. It had been in our family for 42 years. That's a lot of water under the bridge, folks. It's a lot of water. And all of you that came out for the sale, we thank you. We appreciate it. And um, – That's about all I'll say about that. But uh, thank you for understanding. And uh, as they say, on with the show. Now, Morgan, tell us your educational background because you're educated in uh, social work. You have a degree in this and you have a bachelor's. You you have a bachelor's degree from MTSU?
0: Yeah, I have a bachelor's from MTSU. I also have an associate's. So. I took my time getting my social work degree. Sure. Um, but it was something I was extremely passionate about. And one thing about me is when I'm passionate, I do not give up. Um, right. So it was just something I learned about myself. And they always say college is the time to find yourself. I definitely found myself. And I knew that social work is what I wanted to do. Right. You know, a professional helper.
1: Well, and if you think about it, Running for political office is is in a way a type of social. It's a social being, a social person. You you'd better like people because people are, we're the ones that vote you in. You know, so you better like people. Right. You know, and uh, what, what what's your top two or three things you'd like to to concentrate on when you when you win this thing, if you win
0: yeah um so the first thing i want to focus on is when we talk about social work uh, social workers are like we said professional helpers but they don't get the opportunity or the recognition for what they can do are capable of and already do so what i mean by that is um example Schools, right? We've hear we're being we've been hearing a lot lately about mental health aspect of school and how the teachers are burnt out, the kids aren't listening, right. you know, they don't know how to act at school, they're not well behaved, yada yada, right. But there's not been any plan or resolution, per se, for that specific aspect. We can lock the schools down. We can, you know, put metal detectors in every classroom or whatever. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if the kids do not have a, you know, mentally safe place to be. And then on the flip side, that the teachers feel supported and like they have a safe place to work and truly accomplish what it is that they're meant to do, which is groom the future
1: right that's exactly what it is
0: so um i would love to focus on making sure that schools in specific have more access to social workers or counselors um the last time i checked the counselor to student ratio was one to fifteen hundred roughly and i know as a social worker or you know as a with that background or with that training, that it is really hard to try to identify when a kid is going to have a mental break or when they're depressed or when they're doing certain things when you cannot specifically focus. And it's the same way with the teachers. I believe their ratio is somewhere from like one to 25, one to 30. So that's Mm -hmm. a lot of work that goes into that on top of the fact that schools are extremely short-staffed right now. Sure. So yeah. I very much wanted- and COVID has
1: played a part in it in the last couple of years, and now we've got monkeypox and going through all that mess, which I don't think is going to be as big a situation as what COVID was, but COVID played a big part in this. And you know, folks, was it you that introduced me to Chuck Isbell? Yes, it was. And Chuck has been up here, and Morgan, this young lady, introduced me to this man, and he tragically uh, lost a son yeah on halloween night what about he coming up on about two years ago now i think yes in 2020. Ago. he wants to have the speed limit just in in residential areas which i think this is a, a good thing he would like to have some help in getting that speed limit lowered to 25 mile an hour and you know this is a very basic simple thing and morgan i think you'd agree it's it's not too much to ask Absolutely. I caught myself going through my own neighborhood, and we live out by the Stevens Bend area. Yeah. And I caught myself, and the kids are everywhere. Right. They're everywhere. A lot of them are playing ball and all that stuff, you know. One afternoon, one of them, basketball come out, and I, I slow down because we was going past, uh, boys were playing ball in, in the driveway, and ball comes out and hits a car. All the moms all worry, you know, hey, you know. This old car's been hit more times than Cassius Clay, man. <laughs> not about basketball. I'm not gonna hurt this old thing, you know. Right. No, it's no big deal. Forget it. You know, it's happened to all of us. No, no big deal. But to and I caught myself one day, and I was doing like forty mile an hour, and I said, you know, Chuck is right. Yeah. And I said, I have got, to, and I have consciously made myself try to do that, but there's not a sign posted anywhere that says, you know. Please slow down down to 25. We've got
0: kids
3: kids in there.
1: Well, you got adults too. You got people walking their dogs. Yes. Well,
0: I mean, it's very interesting because the first week of school, the first full week of school, we had three kids be hit by a vehicle or a car or whatever. And that's a huge issue. It's a huge issue because, one, we don't have any enforcement making sure that people slow down or that they are scared for any reconciliation about what happens when they do hurt another person or a kid in this in this circumstance right and then you know, the other aspect of it is, I would say, a big part of it is the infrastructure. Sure. We need sidewalks. These kids are...
1: They're walking in the streets.
0: And the other... The, the kids right. are reckless. Kids are meant to be reckless. They're not they meant to be yeah. thinking about safety sure. and concern. So as a driver, as someone who has taken multiple tests to get your driver's license and ensure yourself to be safe, is a part of what... It's a part of your responsibility. Ability to be mentally safe when you're driving. And I went to um, Walk Back Nashville and Chuck organized a vigil to, you know get the word out there and to remember the kids that have been affected by this and the families that have been affected by it. And one of the moms there, she said something and it resonated with me. She said, when you are driving, you need to be thinking, is there anything I need to be aware of? And that was so real to me because when you're driving, that's the last thing you're thinking. You're thinking about where do I need to get to? Why is this person driving so slow? Whatever it is that's on your mind, but that's the last thing that you're thinking when the truth is you're driving a murder weapon.
1: It's exactly right. If you want to look at it that way, you can. Right. It's, it's a 2,500, 3,000-pound weapon. Yep.
0: Precisely. And if not taken care of properly, if not used properly, it can hurt someone.
1: Yeah, you do have to have a license to drive that car, you know. And thank you, Don Owen. I'm glad you found us. Thank you. <laughs> Welcome aboard. <laughs> and But Chuck has a very basic yeah i think a very basic want yeah that he's asking and he's not asking necessarily for himself they've lost their son but you know he's asking for you and me and 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 I, i'm telling you i had never i i was out there i looked down you know I'm doing. chuck is right i'm doing almost 40 mile an hour through this residential community that's not too much i'm not that important yeah. i'm not I'm really not that important. Or, I found out in my last in the last several years, you know, I never was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not that important anymore. Anymore, Eddie, man, what an ego you've got. You know, I mean, I never
0: was. No. You know. I mean, I'm going to say everyone has worth because we do. Oh, yeah. Oh, you, yeah know, sure. you know, sure. I'm always going to preach that. I'm always going to say sure. that. And I want to make sure that we're reflective of that, you know, so. I think what I'm going to be pushing for is making sure that we create places where we can safely move on with the future, right. make sure that we can okay. make ends meet now, Right. and then, you know, take it another step and let's hold ourselves responsible. I would love to see um, things like gun insurance be a top priority.
1: I mean, you know, I have to have, uh, Jimmy Kimmel said it best, I have to have a license to fish.
0: You have to have a license to do it. You have to have insurance yeah. to do everything. I know. You have car insurance, health insurance, teeth insurance, or you know, yeah. um, dental insurance, motorcycle uh, vision insurance, vision boat insurance, insurance, everything, RV yeah. insurance. You, we can go on and on and on for all the list yeah. of insurance. And gun insurance is one of the things. If we're not going to take away the dangerous guns, then when someone dies or when there's a stray bullet or right. whatever the yeah. fact happens, they're going to their insurance should be responsible to pay for that funeral. Their insurance should be responsible for whatever police or or you know law my taxes are supposed to go to good things That's my right. taxes are supposed to go to communal things not taking care of criminals or or backing criminals up or whatever you want to put into it right. because of the amount of research and investigation and putting away this person to death that yep. we have to do
1: as I've said on the show many many times many of you have heard me and Morgan you may have heard me too. I, my son and I, between the two of us, we've got a lot of different guns. Okay, we do not own an AR-style weapon. Why? We have no need for it. We can't deer hunt with it. You can't. You can't hunt with it. Period. No. The game warden would now. That now that's where you'd get picked up. Yeah. Got a caller on the line, Jackson. Go ahead. We got a caller on the line. Caller, go ahead, please. Mr. Raymer, how you doing? Hey, fine. Is this Jeff? Yeah, see how you doing? Oh, I'm doing fine. How are you, my friend?
3: If I'm doing good, I was gonna say yeah, I was talking about having a license thing. If you, if you go out here and fish, don't have a license. Well, they do give you give you citation, don't they? That's exactly right. Yeah. You have like 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 the boy said, you got to have a license to fish. I went and read my car tags the other day. if we don't yeah. if we don't have if you don't want a gun, register license or a permit for guns, don't how to be paying no tax and insurance on a car? We don't need no insurance. Right. I don't need no insurance for no tags? Uh-uh. If you don't want to get a permit for a gun, I don't need no
1: car tag. Well, it's no right. Insurance. You know, yeah,
3: me some money.
1: and Jeff, I Take can remember, pay. I can remember in recent history, uh, uh, 20 years ago, whatever it was, uh, before the Bush administration, and they took down the law on the, on the automatic weapons.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, but, you know, the only people that could own those were licensed gun dealers. And I had a good friend. He was a licensed He was a licensed dealer, and I think he had two of them. And they had to be kept in a safe yeah. and locked up. Yep. And he was subject to be searched by the ATF 24 hours a day. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, where they can come in and say, Mister So and So, uh, we're going to need to see your two weapons. We understand you have two registered here. Yes, sir. Come right this way. And there they are. I have no problem with that. You yeah. know. Yeah. But I wonder I how these mean, gun dealers feel now that just any Tom, Dick or Harry can walk in, plop down some money and walk out with a gun. Well yeah, but
3: well, yeah, but that, that's the way Tennessee they pass it. You ain't gotta have a permit, you ain't got to have no training right. just get you a yeah, go, go shooting. You yeah. go shooting, we just we just go we be like a be like you a go shooting we go shooting. We go shooting now, we'll get you Shoot that bug's bunny rabbit. Go ahead and go and shoot. Them. Go and shoot them, go and shoot. him. it's just like, like I say, I mean, it's it's like they, they don't want these gun missions. I don't need to be paying insurance tag on my car. That's like this one lace laser, oh something about the about the uh, emissions. He said, That's a tax on the forward. I said, Well, I don't you know, whatever. Oh, yeah. We well, yeah. you gotta do that no more, but I mean, it's just, you know, it's the way it's the way uh you know, it, it's the way it is. But, uh, you know, the thing, the thing about it is the Clinton administration is, one, I think, the ones that put the ban on the, the assault weapons, and then Bush took it off. Sure. Took off, the, right. took off that, you know, and stuff. But I but agree with you on the AR. Uh, the police need it, and the, uh, the military. But a regular person don't need AR-15. Don't no. need no yeah. suit. Don't need all this stuff. Don't need, and then you talk about gun safety. Well, I told a friend of mine, I said, well, i can get me gun safe when the criminal comes. Now, hang on a minute now. I'm going to go get my gun out. Hang on one second now. I'm going to unlock <laughs>
1: yeah. my gun safe. we we'll, we'll come back and we'll have us to do well, Hang on just, just one moment. Right. Hang on one moment yeah. now. Go I know
3: uh, uh, legislator had a legislator had the gun safe for a year, and I told him, I said, I said you just need to do it in perpetuity, because every year he'd be coming back every year, wanting to renew it every year, tax-free gun safe, you know, tax-free. There, right. And all this stuff. I, I, I told him I said, Well, when, when the criminal comes, hang on one second. Now I'm gonna get hold up my son. I'll get my gun loaded up. With, I'll be like Barney Five, <laughs> one bullet. Hang on one moment one, now. One yeah. bullet. With one bullet. With, I put it in my shirt pocket. Hang on one moment. I get the bullet out and I'll shoot you. The, just one minute here. <laughs> okay. Hang on one second now. With, do all that but uh, but now I, I agree with, as far as if people don't want to if people don't want a gun registry and I don't need to be pay pay, pay an insurance to tag on my car. I don't need to be doing all this uh, fish license. Don't need to have a license to fish your Just go out right. and shoot something. Don't, you don't need to do 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 all that stuff. Yes. You don't need that's to be right. doing it. But I mean yeah. that's just that's just why i, I mean I'm for the second minute. People owning guns, I ain't got no problem with it. They don't need to be they don't need to be on the assault weapons. There's yeah. no. no point of
1: that. Not right. at all. But, but uh Morgan
3: whatever officer running for I hope you do well and uh, y'all have a good
1: evening. Thank you. Jeff, Thanks, thank man. you so much. Jeff Neal continues to support this broadcast and we certainly appreciate him. Thank you so much, Jeff. Good point. And uh he's exactly right, you know. Yeah. It's 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 getting we you know, one thing about this Morgan, we're finally getting to the point where it's just ridiculous. Uh, it's
0: ridiculous yeah, it has been ridiculous, you know. Yeah,
1: it has been. But but we're finally there saying, you yeah, this is crazy. Yeah. You know, and I never thought of that until Jimmy Kimmel made a joke at it. He said one night in one in one of his monologues, he was talking about a tragic another shooting at a school. He said, "Folks, I have to have a license to fish." And I thought, you know, that's a darn truth. Yeah. You know,
0: I, I never know. thought about. It. I hadn't thought about that in years. You know? I know there's like a a big uphill about it, and my thing is. We're e- we're gonna invest in two type of futures. We're gonna invest in the type of future where we don't care where death is gonna continue to occur, where where people are going to continue to suffer, or we make a change and we start to look towards a future where people can be successful, where right. our neighbors care about it. They used That's to say right. it takes a village. There's no the village is not doing what it's supposed to do anymore. The village is extremely separated, yep. and now we have. Mm-hmm weapons involved, we have safety involved, we have children involved and I don't know about anybody else but I want to live in a future where I know my kids are safe to go to whatever school where we're where we are respected for the amount of um the amount of work and the amount of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> <laughs> the amount of um, support we've given into the community to make this such a great place. You know, Sure. One thing I yeah. said, and I stand by it, is the amount of growth that's happening in Rutherford County and in Tennessee, period, is great. Except the people that have been here can't afford to stay here.
1: It's a problem. Yes. So, and we have several officers of the law both with city governments and county our county patrolmen that are living in other counties because they cannot afford to live here you and- know
0: what that does is it creates a disconnect because then these officers don't know who they're governing, they don't right. know who it is that they're coming on a daily and I commend our officers, I have seen them in the community, I have seen them at a lot more things lately. They
1: have, they do a lot more in the community and all of our respective cities here in this in this county uh, Eagleville, Smyrna, Laverne yeah. of course here in Murfreesboro.
0: And I love to see yeah. it, I love to hear it but there's you know, they are, one thing my mom always said to me is you know, you can be great but you can always improve, there's always something that can be be improved
1: largest room in the world's room for improvement exactly
0: right. mm-hmm. so when we're talking about certain things like such i feel like let's not shy away from it let's have the conversation let's get through those tough situations so that we can actually do better the band-aids that we've had they're falling off they're not doing That's a right. good job You're so exactly let's right. go in yeah and cut it out and start over
1: right there's nothing wrong with saying we made a mistake
0: Nothing at all. And
1: both parties have been bad about that in the past, of saying, you know, hey, we really messed up. I will never forget um, one of our former mayors of Murfreesboro. Uh-huh. I was sitting at home one night. This is back uh, 99, 2000, whenever it was, and I was watching a city city council meeting here in Murfreesboro. Now, that doesn't affect me and wife. We live out in the county, but I'd watch them just to see what, keep up what's going on, you know. And they had taken a bid on some job they were doing, uh, uh, something to do with, with a road or a ditch or, a, or something of that nature, you know. And they took the cheapest bid, okay? And it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. And Mayor Richard, Richard Reeves, at that time, yeah. and he said, you know, um, he said, well, I guess we find out, you know, sometimes the cheapest route ain't the ain't the best route to go after all, is it? And I said, you know, I got to respect that guy for saying that. Yeah. I really do, because he was just stating a fact. You know, we took the cheapest bid. Yeah. I, I've been in business before for many years, and I, I know we've lost those bids, and I know that they didn't compare apples to, apples to apples. <laughs> you know, and yeah. that happens. Yeah. But. Uh, you know, if you've got a, a, a bit out here to 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 pave a road or whatever you're doing, and you got uh, a bit of 1.6 million, 1.4 million, and Eddie Raymer here comes in with 200,000, <laughs> you might not give Eddie a call and say, "You mean two million, or do you mean the 200,000?" You know, yeah. oh, I can do that for 200,000. No, I can't. You've yeah, got to be reasonable when it you comes
0: know? for me. When it comes to that, I genuinely, I feel like. The different commissions, the different uh, sections of how the city or county runs as a business right. in some aspect is a little disconnected. And the reason I say right. that is because when we're talking about affordable housing, the way that developers get land or the... the um, the process of that is a little sure. is a little right. bit different, right? And as a county, we don't really have like a large say or a vote on what developer comes in. Sure, and, and that's exactly it. right. So, yeah. But the issue that I have with that is these developers come from wherever, and they make it luxury from wherever. Our luxury here is different from California luxury. Sure. So sure. now we're getting California luxury, so to speak, right? right. And right. California luxury costs different.
1: It sure does but no. the
0: the so that's affecting us in that manner but where we're not being affected is the pay side where we're not being affected is our income being raised our income being pushed up or you know as a county getting something like you're going to have all this luxury living but then the schools are broken down and <laughs> kids are you know sitting in the gym all day because they don't have classes to go to But but the luxury living is fine. It doesn't matter how they go to school. It doesn't matter what the school looks like. So I would love to see if there was any kind of way for us to have some of those, um, you know, different uh, boards, different county commissions, different areas try to come together and less offer developers some type of incentive so that we can get something out of whatever, you know, they're trying to give us. Sure, You know, not just money out of it, but something that's going to be long-term, you know, long-term or have longevity for us to be successful.
1: You know, I I wonder, too, if we're at the point uh, to where when money is put out uh, or put uh, put forward in a form of tax or tax dollars. Okay, that right. we should maybe look at redistributing that money in a different way. I'm not talking about raising taxes now. Right. I'm talking, about, are you really allocating it to the right to the right source of what this? In other words, police. We hear the police need training. Okay, they need training in dealing with people. Okay, absolutely. Instead of putting so much emphasis on Training to shoot a weapon, which is important. Don't get me wrong. Maybe we should take part of that money and say, hey, guys, we're going to spend some time in a classroom.
0: Yeah. You know, with just
1: good old common sense and knowledge and know how. You know.
0: I would also I would love to see, instead of us investing money on training to shoot, to kill, or things like that, sure. I would love for us to invest that in a salary for social workers or DCS workers to be on call to help with that. Police officers are policing a lot. The last thing they should be worrying about is de-escalating certain type of situations when they don't have the training. Right. We've seen that does not work well all the time.
1: Not all the time.
0: Right. So if you have somebody who has trained for this, worked for this, and who knows how to deal with that, they're best you up and the police officers there's protection then we're talking about a different dynamic i think we should be investing in spreading and and doing more so that our police officers or our teachers or anybody that calls themselves a community helper knows how to really be able to be empathetic not sympathetic but empathetic Right. you know how to be able to relate instead of judge because it becomes very easy when you are in an authoritative position to look down on people and I think a lot of times that is what happens so we always need those checks and balances to to humble us or to give us that humility so that we do not forget this is my job is to help and protect it's not to be an authoritative or authoritarian it's not to scare people it's not to do any of it, is to protect and to serve
1: right yeah and to make sure those funds are going where they should be going Agreed. you know and and i you know government makes mistakes too yes we all do right you know and that's that's going to happen it's happened before it's happening right now and it will continue to happen that's right we're all human yeah. you know but you know and another thing too with uh, some of these situations you see I've got a a piece that I ran last week, Uh, a fellow by the name, with uh, the Midas touch, he's called, his name is James Killen, and he does about a 10 or 11 minute thing, and I ran it last week, you can go back and listen to last week's show if you want to, and he talked about, you know, he said, you know, you're wanting to come down, he said, you're not dealing with the same set of facts with one of these political parties, they fed you a line, it's what they fed you, and when you have a CEO, Mm -hmm. That's making 350 times what his average employee is making. Yeah. That used to be 20, 30 times more. Today it's 350 times more. Yeah. How much more money do you need? How many lifetimes are you going to live? <laughs> and I'm not I'm not against capitalism. I'm not against them people ranking all you can get. You know, you go out here and make a good product and, you know, and you, you employ people and you pay them well, you know. But the whole truth of the matter, the minimum wage right now should be somewhere around forty-five or fifty dollars an hour.
0: I seen a study that says it takes about three hundred thousand dollars a year to raise a kid. Right. So if you're talking about that much for a child who <laughs> who does not I'm need as many resources as you do as a full-grown adult, right? You know that that means that you're double time, or that's going up the older the kids get. So so. When you're talking about people that are making a trillion dollar profit, billion dollar profit, right and 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 the rest of us are making forty thousand a year. Right. trying to take care, trying to maintain and take care of somebody who, who requires $300,000 a year. I sure. commend the people that find ways to make those ends meet, but the issue now is that that is becoming more and more common, and we are not doing anything about it. I hear all of the issues, but I don't see any resolution. I would love to have a resolution to where we can try to raise the minimum wage up. Let's start giving people what they're worth, and let's start holding these larger companies accountable accountable meaning we should have personal days there should be an on-campus therapist there should be group meetings there should be more and more of that as a requirement of how we right. do when it comes to the workforce it, it's not just about a 15-minute break anymore sure you right know? yeah
1: yeah you know and here, here's the, here's the thing uh, we've we've seen you know The enormous salaries and all that. I mean, and who is it? Bezos and uh, Elon Musk, you know, flying their spaceships. You got that much money to burn? Come on, folks. You know? Amazon
0: is one of those places here where a lot of people get paid from. And I hear a lot of people complain or quit. And it's not because Amazon's not good, you know, good pay, but it's because of the way they're treated. Right. You know, Mm -hmm. and I'm not discrediting it. I'm just talking about personal experience that I've heard. But I know that that is a lot of people's story, whether they work for the biggest company or the small company. It's hard for you to go into a workplace where you do not mentally feel like you have the tools to be successful. And that also talks about your pay. If I'm working all, I'm touching, let's say, example, 1,500 accounts a day, you know, there's no way you're doing that in an eight-hour span. Right, You know, so you're taking the time away, and then you're hurting your body and all of these things. You don't see a lot, there are some places, like out in Nashville, that can afford to have those, you know, work-based gyms, things like that, but... When you're talking about a smaller company, when you're talking about those smaller places, they rely on those people that work those extra hours that take that basic pay. Mm -hmm. And it's not because they don't want to give more. It's because they're not in that position. They're not getting the extra support that they need to be able to do so. And so I think it's really important that we invest in small companies, we invest in our people, and we invest in our community so that we can all be successful. That's what the end goal is.
1: Sure, yeah. And especially... With the change we have gone through here, and one of the big issues here locally, yeah. and we have to bring this up every show. I feel like I have to pledge allegiance to the landfill out there. <laughs> but the county got in a deal back in the 80s with, with uh, was it BFI, I believe, yeah, I think. I think so. And they didn't have an ending to it. It was open-ended, as I understand. Right. The contract must be renegotiated. Yeah. It's going to have to be. I mean, there's no. I mean, which I think they're willing, they're going to do that now. But now the city, as I understand, has filed a lawsuit against BFI, and I don't, I do not know what that entails.
0: Right. Yeah, now. there is a lawsuit and things going on. Um, for me, that's just an example of leadership making, um, what I would call. What seemed to be power moves or good moves at the time, sure. but that do not have the longevity or, or the the uh, mindset of long long term success. Right. So yeah. and I see that when you talk about infrastructure, when you talk about the landfill, when you talk about a lot of the decisions that we're making, it's just a right now thing. There's no long term success. Right. So for me, I would love to see there be um a really influential change with that because I mean you can't drive anywhere past there without smelling or oh, you know I'm what telling I'm you. It's, yeah. it's becoming an issue and I know people are complaining about it um,
1: we'll talk about it more when we come back we're with Morgan Woodbury she's a candidate for the house state house seat number 49 down in Smyrna and parts of Laverne and parts of Murfreesboro we'll talk a little more about it when we get back glad she could join us tonight Edwin Lee Reimer Show here, Ed Reimer with you back right after this. Stay with us.
2: I felt so alone, scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or AA.org.
1: Go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murphy Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also custom made jewelry. If you want it, they can make it for you. Also gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Muller's Jewelers, 352 West Northfield Boulevard, right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Hello, everyone. It's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full fledged followed. Give us a call. You can reach me at 615 390 7219. That's 615 390 7219. Or check out our website at pi of That's pi of mt.com. Hey, this is Ed, everybody. want to tell you about a sponsor of ours. We've got Complete Yard Care. Their slogan is, we do it all. Low maintenance landscape design, retaining walls, tree removal, stump grinding, lawns cut mulching, landscaping. Now you can reach them at 615-785-0384. Or you can look them up on the web at CompleteYardCareTN.com. They have a five-star ranking on Google. That's Complete Yard Care. We do it all. And we are back with Morgan Woodbury. Like I said, she's running for the 49th seat in the state house. She'd be a good one. Hello, Hope Oliver. How are you? Hope Oliver is a new county commissioner. Carolyn Cox is listening, I believe. I think you said, yeah. Is that right? Two good ladies right there. Mm-hmm. Got to meet Hope. Got to know her. I told her when she come up, like I'm telling you, you can do this. Yeah. And uh, and she did, you know.
0: She did a lot of respect for <clears throat> Hope. She very much put in the grind, very much put in the hard work for a
1: great campaign. Uh, I want to tell you, stay tuned. uh, At 9 o'clock, Bill Wilson's going to be on, Mr. Murfreesboro. And he's got his guest is Mr. Thurman Mullins. And uh, Thurman worked with Charlie Daniels for many years. He ran his his ranch out there. And uh, he's been with the state division, with forestry division. And it's going to be a good show. Thurman's got a lot of years of experience. And uh, you know, uh, stay tuned for Bill. He comes on here at nine o'clock, doing a good job with Mr. Murfreesboro. Uh, well, okay, what do you got coming up? now, you've got you said something for the Halloween, for the for the, the yeah, yeah, yeah. I the got October we're talking about. we're gonna be you're gonna be having some things.
0: A lot of things. Uh, so this weekend, August 27th, I will be speaking uh, as a keynote speaker at the Young Dems uh, for Davidson <coughs> County. And I will also be attending the functions for that weekend. Right. Um, And then I will be um, doing the Old Timers Parade. I will be doing... Now that's the parade in Laverne. Yeah. I okay. Believe it's, yeah. Uh, the 17th you know that's come to be September. a good
1: a good thing. I remember when that started. Yeah, you yeah. Know.
0: I've been doing that. Like I've been going for years. I, I was a little girl doing the little parade dances. Yeah. <laughs> so right. Right. Now I'm going to be going as a candidate. So right. it'll be a very you know exciting time. I just, so you've grown up with it. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. You were were you raised in Laverne? Yeah, I grew up in Laverne You grew up in
1: Laverne. okay.
0: graduated from Laverne High School.
1: Okay, all right, okay. I never did even ask you that. Yeah,
0: I wouldn't say I'm bread and butter, but I've been here since I was probably first, second grade. Right, okay. So this is my, for me, this is, you know, home, and I always want to make sure that, you know, you protect your home. So that's what we're doing. Rutherford County
1: is our home, too. Yeah, Our our two went to uh, Riverdale and then both graduated from MTSU as well. Yeah. So, you know. It's home, and we got to take care of home, folks. You got to. I'm telling you. Um, you know, I I hope to have you back. But and next time I see you, uh, it might be even closer to election. But even after election, I hope you're sitting in that. I hope you're sitting in that House seat. I really do, because, yeah. you know, I I say this every week anymore, talking about political candidates. You want to make a difference? Go out here and put your name on a ballot.
0: Yeah, seriously, hope hard, did
1: but... it. Carolyn Cox did it. Mariah has done it. Mariah Phillips, who I just Celeste Davis as well. She's running for county committee. Mariah's put her name out there three times now, and I have so much respect for her. I just I I love her to death. She's just she really man. I tell you what, she's still stepping back up in the batter's box, and I I admire that.
0: No serious shout. uh, Serious shout out to all those ladies, and again, Celeste Davis as well. She's running for city um, city council now, I believe, for Smyrna.
1: I, I think you're right. I yeah. can't I, it's been tough for me Love to keep her. up with everybody. Right. I'm I am glad the local elections are over for our, our county elections and all that. So we can focus on folks like you and, and then of course you have your, your your state and your and your federal races coming up yeah. of course, you know, for Senate for sure. or we don't have a Senate seat up for re election here in Tennessee, but uh this new congressional district has been formed and all that. And uh, you know, it's it's an interesting time for everyone, really. Yeah, Yeah. And please get out and vote. Please get registered. Early
0: voting starts October 19th through November 3rd. And then actual voting is November 8th. So make sure you're registered. Make sure you're educated. And get out and vote. Your voice matters.
1: And check. I want to say something else to you. I I noticed a clip that a fellow by the name of Texas Paul did. He's from, from out of Texas. Again, he's with the Midas Touch. I'm going to try to be getting in touch with these people in the next few days. Because they're doing some miraculous things. Be careful that you haven't been purged from the voting polls.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. Make sure you guys Because
1: some of these people, and I won't say who, what people, but they don't really want some of us voting, okay? I'll leave it at that. And Mm -hmm. you you walk up there, I'm sorry, Mr. Ramsey, you're not on poll. And that's where I would show it. I'd show myself right there. I mean, you know, because... I've voted in every election I could vote in since I was 18. Right. You know? I well, mean, it's that simple.
0: One thing that was brought up to me uh, Sergio, he ran for Smyrna. Um, Smyrna- court clerk and one thing that you know we were kind of talking about is when we have different ethnicities there are no type of translator there's no in between what they do is they have if they have a family member that can translate they have to sign something that says I won't persuade them how to vote sure and there's no way to guarantee that there's no way to you know
2: Sure. Re- reassure exactly.
0: That. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's it's stuff like that we definitely have to be aware of. We definitely have to make sure that we're working and that we're there and that we fill those kind of gaps. You know, everyone should be heard. Everyone should be afforded the opportunity to use their voice.
1: Sure. Sure. Where are you headed now? Now. Are you working a full-time job? I guess you are. Or are you Oh, so I work. Just, you work. You work just like everybody else does. So. <laughs> yes, sir, yeah. I work. Yeah. I
0: work in fraud, uh, so that is my background career-wise. And then I have the social work aspect. So for me, you know, having a business aspect, having a community aspect, sure. that's a thats a deal right there, and I want to make sure that I exercise that in every way possible.
1: Well, you know, that's what I told Hope Oliver about uh, when, she, when she ran. I said, you know, well— you're, you're getting off on the right foot because she's in the child care business. Yeah. So that's what you deal with with a bunch of grown men.
0: <laughs> yeah, she's good.
1: We're all just a bunch of kids. I mean, you know how it is.
0: Yeah. One thing about Miss Hope is when she gets intentional, all of the ladies I've met, actually, one thing I can say about all of them is when they get determined, there's nothing that's going to stop them, whether right. it's a win yeah. or a lose. That's right. They're going to keep going. Every one of these ladies, yeah, the ladies I know
1: are going to keep going. They're going to keep churning, right? It's not going. I respect that. Yeah, just because they got beat in some little election don't mean they're going to, you know, not to make light of anybody's election. Don't get me wrong, because, and you know, I've never had the guts to put my name on a ballot. Yeah, and I probably never will. (laughs) You know, but I sure said like sitting up here talking to all y'all about it, I can tell you that. You know, but uh, you know, I have not, and I admire you for doing it. When you really stop and think about it, it takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of effort. It takes money, you know.
0: <sighs> Definitely takes a lot and, of time.
1: But you know, this time around, the old Democrat Party had some pretty good. We've got some pretty good candidates, you know.
0: For sure. Good
1: friend of mine, Joey Losher, he ran in uh, for county commission and did a very respectable job.
0: Yeah, for Finished sure. Very
1: respectable, and he can he can do that again. But you know, and I don't mean to throw a damper on you, but it is tough to win your very first contest. Yeah. Hope hope was the exception to the rule, but. You can still do it, you know.
0: Well, see, the thing about being the exception to the rule is you have to be exceptional and that's exactly what <laughs> Hope is. And then, so you know yeah. i'm trying to make sure that i embody yes. the same thing that right. i put forth that same you know that same thing and i believe again i'm going to keep saying it all of the women did that but the thing that takes it another step is we take a bunk of the responsibility by putting our name on the ballot so we have to return the responsibility and get out and vote we right. can't just complain about change or say you know i support you on facebook or you know from right. Right. From the radio, right. we have to get out and we have to vote and we have to hold ourselves accountable. Otherwise, we will never see the change we want.
1: Now we're in our last couple minutes here. Tell people how they can find you and find out about you. Yeah. You've got to be all over Facebook. I'm sure.
0: <laughs> I'm all over Facebook. At Morgan Woodbury on Facebook. I have a website woodbury49th.com. Uh, you can catch me on Twitter, Instagram, Woodbury49th.
1: Woodbury49th.com. Woodbury 49 with a th, so it's 49th. 49th, okay. Mm-hmm. Woodbury 49th, W O O D B E R R Y, folks, just like Woodbury, Tennessee. No, Woodbury is B U R Y. I
0: just, okay, that'll cost you. A I know. <laughs> tell I'm telling you, as close as some of these
1: elections are, I mean, one vote is you know, one vote, you know, I mean, you never know. Uh, this thing that my vote don't count, that's not true in in, in local and state races. No, and, it's very, it's very yeah, not true. You're having uh, races decided by sometimes less than 20, 30 votes. Seriously. You know? So it's a it's a serious matter, you know. But uh, check her out. This, this young lady has got it going on, I'm telling you. Now, I'm going to tell you, we're going to get out of here. We're going to try and have Morgan back, hopefully before the election. I thank you again for coming up here and spending some time with me tonight.
0: Yeah, thanks for having me. Thank you
1: very much. Now, stay tuned. We're going to get Bill in here. Bill's guest is Thurman Mullins, and he's going to make a great guest for you. Uh, Got a lot of interesting stories. Spent a lot of time, years, with Charlie Daniels. And pretty well ran Charlie's Ranch for him. And uh, me and him uh, had to go over a couple things several years ago on on a case I was working. And he was a great help to me then. Morgan, thank you again. Yeah, Morgan Woodbury, thank you, Jackson. Good job on the board. We're going to be back with you next Sunday, folks. Have a great week, and until next Sunday at eight o'clock, I'll catch you down the road. Good night.